Welcome to the Color Resale Podcast, episode number 18, Let's Review 2020 and Set Intentions for 2021. This year has been challenging to say the very least. Usually I do a really robust and deep dive into the year that just ended and set some lofty intentions and resolutions for the year to come. This year I thought I would do things a little differently and do something a little lighter, a little more joyful and fun. Um just to cap off this wild year with some levity. So let's jump into it and yeah, buckle up. Hopefully this won't take too long and we'll leave you smiling at the end of it. Hustle mentality is alive and well amongst boss babes, but so is burnout. What if we shifted our habits, found clarity, honed in our passion, and approached our work-life balance holistically. I'm your host, Coco, entrepreneur, mama, spicy food lover, and owner of Color Resale. Check in every week as I share questions and actionable steps so that our life and business can thrive. Hi, beautiful. Thank you for spending some time with me at the end of the year. I feel so honored. I hope that your winter festivities were exactly what you wanted them to be. I hope they were joyful and re-energizing. I know that mine was I gifted myself a winter break this year. It was my first time since starting Color Resale where I unplugged for 12 days. Um, Having nearly a two-week break really helped me um, recenter and do some inner work. Um, And one of the the big things that I did was my end of the year review and my um, looking forward into 2021. Now, I mentioned in previous episodes that I do these major deep dives that take a day, sometimes up to two days, where I review my calendar, my planner, my photos, documents. I clean out the computer. It's deep. It's deep. It's thorough. Um, And then I set some reach resolutions and some smaller goals for the year ahead. Now, this year, I'm going to be fully transparent here. This year did not go as planned. So I sat down with my planner, which is usually my first step. And as I went through the weeks of just January, I just made it through the first month and I saw all the events that were scratched out and all the, the plans and the dates and all the things that I had planned for 2020 just literally being scratched out left me feeling really sad and so I decided that that's just not the way that I wanted to end off the year and that 2020 was challenging in and of itself and I didn't really want to bring that energy into planning the next year ahead and I decided in that moment that I was going to do things a little differently. I was going to have it be a glass half full moment instead of a glass half empty I was going to have 10 questions that left me feeling um, like I reflected on 2020 while feeling positive. And then instead of doing my normal resolutions for the new year, I was going to look at some pretty integral uh, categories of life for 2021 and set intentions instead of resolutions because who knows what 2021 is going to be like and setting these like really firm goals that are based on things that are out of our control 
just didn't seem right this year. So this is going to look very different. Um, I'm sure that the episode that I record next year will look extremely different than this one. So I'm excited for something a little different and I hope you are too. This whole process, uh, I set out an hour to do this whole process and it took me less than that. So it should be short, fun, reflective, um, yeah, just a feel, just a feel good moment. Let's, let's jump into it. Let's have a, a little good time together. Okay. Uh, question number one. So we're going to do 10 questions, either the 10 that I came up with for myself, and I'm hoping that you get some use out of them too. Number one, what are you most grateful? Who or what? Let me start over. <laughs> um, I'm trying to do it from memory. Let me pull this up real quick. Okay. Who or what? Are you most grateful for and this can be something little or large when i sat down to think about 2020 i have to admit a lot of what i thought of was really negative and whenever i'm in a really negative headspace outside of this just in general gratitude's always the thing that brings me back to a more joyful space so this can be just you're grateful for your family, something kind of broad, or it can be something specific. Like, I'm joyful that I kept my job when, you know, I didn't think I was going to be able to through this pandemic. Whatever it may be, just start off with one thing. And again, it doesn't have to be a thing, it can be a person. Um, And if 2020 really just sucker punched you in the worst kind of way, then get back to basics and just be grateful for the ability to breathe or the ability to see, the ability to move your body. Um, You know your situation, but just starting off with gratitude really helped me and put me in a better headspace going into this. Second is writing down three big wins for the year. Again, big is a relative term. Um, for me, for the first, I guess I should share what I wrote down for mine. For the first one, I wrote that I was most grateful for family. And my three big wins for the year um, was starting Coco Draws Daily, which is my custom portrait business. Um, my second one uh, was keeping a joyful child. <laughs> Ina made it through this year um, without... Um, really feeling how dark the year got at times and I really try to create a little oasis in our home and uh, I, I think I accomplished that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm marking that off as a win and then my last one that I haven't announced anywhere yet, uh, mama paid off her student loans. Like, ah! <laughs> Um, I'll talk more about that later, but it was just that that was the biggest resolution I set for myself in 2020 and I can't believe I achieved it all of y'all. I'm so excited. Okay. Number three, um, three moments that have you feeling that had you feeling optimism and hope. Um, for me, these were, um, things that happened in the news. There were some like current affairs that left me feeling really sad, um, especially when it came to the environment, health, race, politics in general this year. Um, there are a lot of negative things. So really focusing on three, three stories out in the world that gave me hope um, left me feeling like it wasn't all so bad. Number four, 
Um, were you good to yourself? Did you take mental health breaks? This was a hard one for me because I'm always talking about the importance of work-life balance, of um, being good to yourself. Um, and I did have some moments um, that were really good, but I also had some moments, again, I was trying to pay off my student loans. So I had some moments I was working till like two in the morning and like wasn't so good to myself. So number four really helped me remind myself of some of the really beautiful things that I gifted myself, like working out every day, even if it was just for 10 minutes, um, drinking water this year, I drink more water than any year before. Um, so instead of focusing again, this whole exercise is just to focus on the positives of 2020 um and it was really good for me because as soon as I was like where was I good to myself this year I was like no and I started like thinking of all the bad things I was like hold up wait a minute rewind what were some of the good things um again it was it doesn't have to be a huge amount of good things maybe it's just one good thing um we can all think of just something simple Number five, what were some learning opportunities? This is a good one because, you know, 2020 was rough and um, it, it is important to honor that it was challenging. And I think the, the best part, at least in my mind, the best part of a challenge is to see how you get through the challenge, the uh, opportunities of growth that that situation gave you. Um, and I really like to think of every challenge just as a learning opportunity. So what were some of those learning opportunities for you? For me, a lot of the learning opportunities happened with work. Um, this year was a really just expansive year for work. I grew a lot and with growth comes these growing pains and these just Im just these moments that are so cringy, you know, I, I made some pretty big mistakes as far as work went. And um, I learned a few things from those, I, I learned some practical things, right? So I, um, some, some of the things where I, I shipped the wrong orders to the wrong people, and that helped me um, get into my system and shake it up and refine it and make sure that something like that wouldn't happen so easily again. Who knows? It probably will happen. <laughs> I'm sure it will. But um, now there's some, um, some, some fall, fall safe, some catch-alls. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the right word, but there's some some systems in place that will will get in the way of that mistake happening again. And then um, what I learned the most is that um, I I really do value those opportunities, and that I wasn't extremely negative in those spaces or deeply embarrassed. Instead, I was very open to communication. It reminded me how wonderful my customers are, um, how open they are to being a part of my learning opportunities. Opportunities. Um, and at the end of the day, it resulted, all of my mistakes this year resulted in some, some growth, which is amazing. Um, number six, what five people brought you the most joy? My list of five is really simple. Um, it's my family and my bestie. They're always like my go-to. So that was really easy for me. But I think, um, maybe next year if I return to this list I'll take um, my, my, my main five people off the list and uh, reach out 
But I think that, you know, even if you're going back to the same five people like I do time and time again, it's a moment to not take those five people for granted and to remind yourself just how lucky you are to have five. And um, if you don't have five people, maybe this is an opportunity to appreciate the two people you have or the one person you have um, and then keep this question and in a year revisit it and see if that answer has changed for you. Number seven was your biggest breakthrough or your aha moment surrounding work. For me, um, it happened in the beginning of the pandemic when I realized that I wanted to diversify my income. I wanted to make sure that I had multiple streams of income and I wanted to make sure that one of them was, um, didn't have any physical components to it. So I started Coco Draws Daily, which is my online um, custom digital portrait. So there is nothing that is physical through that. Um, It's purely, purely um, all done on the internet. And that was great because I don't know where you live, but I live in Portland, Oregon, and um, Portland shut down majorly. Um, I couldn't go out sourcing, um, and we just, I decided for Ina's sake to just stay home for a really long time, I want to say like four months, something crazy like that, um, just like walks around, but besides that, nothing, and so I was really um, lucky to have a business that I could just do from home, not need to go out and get any inventory or depend on anyone else. It was just like all reliant on just having internet. Um, and that was such a blessing. And that was definitely an aha moment that I hadn't had before, um, or a desire that I hadn't had before. Number eight, what new habits or practices did you cultivate? For me, um, the new habit that and practice that I cultivate was working out. Um, before I'd worked out um, to for physical reasons, right? To um, slim down, to strengthen up, um, things like that. This year was my first year working out for mental health. I felt so frustrated and so powerless in the beginning of the year, and um, and I felt this this anger. I'm not an angry person, but I felt kind of angry that this was happening and that it was just going to be so hard on so many people. Um, and working out, having like a physical outlet for these really inner emotions, helped a ton and helped me realize that. Um, that that's a that's a tool that I can have even if it's just and I don't need a gym for it I don't need videos for it I don't need anything external for it I can just in the middle of my living room just start doing squats and jumping jacks and move around and sweat for 10 minutes and whoo I feel so much better number nine three personal improvements from 2019 for me I definitely think the three areas that I improved on the most from 2019 were patience, grit, and commitment. This year, I really had to um, work harder than I've ever worked before and be patient with my pace and with the world around me, but mainly with myself. 
I regret there were so many times where giving up was the easier option and would have felt amazing, I'm sure. But uh, I definitely persevered and built up my grit, something that I already had that I'm very proud of. Um, but I definitely feel like I, I, I worked it out and flexed it in 2020. And finally, commitment. Um, I, have, oh, I've, I haven't always had the strongest relationship with commitment um, and follow through. It's definitely something that I've cultivated um, and strengthened in my adult years. And 2020 was just definitely the year that I've really followed through with all of my dreams and my goals and my promises that I made to myself. And number 10, which one of your personal qualities helped you most this year? This one took me a while to think about because um, it's such, I think it's such an interesting question to reflect on, especially in the year that we've had. And I think for me, the one that I go keep on coming back to um, is my empathy, is my open-heartedness, is something... Um, that a lot of the times growing up I thought was a weakness of mine that um, you know when I saw someone in distress I couldn't walk past them or if someone was crying I would go and hold them and um, it was just always um, presented as a very feminine maternal kind of uh, weaker quality and this year I've seen how much strength it gave me in times when um, I really needed it most it helped me um, really stick with social distancing and um, quarantining. It reminded me uh, why I'm doing it. Uh, we live next to this elderly friend of ours and seeing him go out and pick up his mail every day, um, I just, I remind myself, like, I'm doing it for him. I'm doing it for people in my community that I love. And it made this really challenging uh, sacrifice feel um, very useful and very meaningful and I think that it helped me in so many other ways but um, yes I keep on coming back to that just having an open heart and I'm um, truly caring okay those are the 10 I hope you had fun with them really quick let's do the planning of 2021 uh, this again is not something that needs to take a really long time this is really short uh, instead of doing really um, big resolutions instead I'm doing intentions uh, for the year to come to keep this <laughs> episode short I'm just going to talk over the ideas and not really share mine yet um, I will in a future episode but I want to keep this under 20 minutes let's see if we can do it um, so the first category so there's there's a few categories that I think really resol re resolve resolve um, result in a, a balanced life here are the categories and um, they're gonna be in the show notes so you don't have to jot them down but if you want to go ahead the first is health and fitness next community then love life family joy career finances and self-improvement I went through and put something down um, next to each one. Um, something that is measurable, but something that is um, flexible at the same time. I'll give you one example. <laughs> uh, for health and fitness, my goal for, or my intention for 2021 is to sweat every day. So it doesn't have to be a long sweat. It doesn't have to be a certain amount of workout. It doesn't have to be, it can be just going into the garden and planting some plants and just getting sweaty or dancing with Ina. Um, but I know that those benefits that I get from sweating and then 
endorphins that I feel are just what I need for 2021. So I did something like that for each one. Again, it doesn't have to be this like really intense resolution of I'm going to work out five days a week in 2021. No, keep it simple. Keep it adjustable. If gyms close down, I can still keep my health goal. Um, If I'm busy, I can still keep that health goal. Sweating every day, very manageable. Things that I focus on um, after that is just two easy questions, but maybe the most powerful questions of the year ahead, which is um, what are the new habits and practices that you want in 2021? So again, these intentions um, support that, right? So I want to get into the habit of sweating daily. I want to keep that going. They don't have to be new ones too. So a lot of my intentions for 2021 are just to keep it going. So I've pretty much sweat every day of 2020. I want to keep that going to 2021. Um, and then the last thing, maybe the most important, are things that you're ready to let go of um, in 2020. For me, it's putting too much energy into what other people think. I think that's the flip side of being an empath, right? Is that you just care so deeply about it. Um, But I'm going to let my freak flag fly so high in 2021 and just do my thing. I'm turning 30 this year. Watch out world. Um, I hope you had so (laughs) much What an ending to the episode. I hope you had uh, fun with this. I hope that this gave you some food for thought. Um, All of these uh, prompts are going to be in the show notes. And happy new year. Wishing you a fabulous 2021. See you in the new year. Um, Chit chat with me over on Instagram at Colorisale. And um, wishing you and your loved ones all the best. Bye.